for our feature presentation. PushbackRadio.com. Duncanville, Dallas, Fort Worth. Hi, from Hamilton Park, Dallas, Fort Worth. Push that. Pushgapradio.com in Dallas and Fort Worth. Welcome to a special edition of Shaka 41 in the main event with Jackie O. Here's to Joe Lewis this week, Dallas Fort Worth. Monique going in about them bonnets. We're going to break that down for you. Juneteenth, we're going to discuss that. Black Wall Street and what's been going down with that. The labor shortage, or what they want you to believe, is going on with that. Speak what you see so you can see what you said. We're Shaka 4-1 in the main event without Jackie O today. She'll be back in August on the bangingest thing on your urban internet radio dial. Pray until something happens. God always provides. At pushgapradios.com, the power is in the name. Pushgapradios.com. Dallas, baby. Yeah, nigga, I ain't. I, I'm going to do a lot of handshaking, but I'm going to spray my shit. I'm going to spray my shit. That coronavirus is really just overhyped, though. It's just a flu, but we acting like it's the new, you know what I'm saying? But I don't want to catch the flu neither, so I don't want neither one of them. It's just like it's, it's two flus going around right now. But I want to be safe. You know, black folks already didn't like people sitting next to them. Now it's like, damn, nigga, all these other seats in. Somebody sit by you at the movie, you be like, dig on this nigga, man. Skill one, nigga, this nigga here. You start roasting the nigga and shows. Pit bull puppy smelling ass, nigga. Baby, this nigga gonna sit right here next to you. He could have sat on your side. Look at that coronavirus, nigga, get up and leave the movies on your ass. You sneeze, nigga, too. Radio.com in Dallas and Fort Worth. Welcome to the Juneteenth Show on PrescapRadios.com. I'm your host, Shaka 401. Jackie O will not be here. Jackie O here to attend the graduation of her grandson. Can't remember his name. I know it's Courtney, Cortland, and Corey. Corey is graduating. So from South Oak Cliff High School, congratulations to him. His brother, Cortland Flowers, he went on to play down there in Louisiana, playing football, ripping it up down there. So big shout out to the graduating class of 2021. Don't know if you guys had it as rough as they had it over there in 2020. When Corona first dropped, you know, graduation has been truly different. Speaking of graduating, I know you guys heard about that Mississippi high school down there. Where they had the two black students 
West Point High School, um, Ikeria, Washington, and Layla Temple were both black, were named valedictorian and salutatorian of their class during a senior award ceremony on last week. Now, the school turned around and they agreed to make two white students co-winners of the top awards after their parents complained about the awarding of the prizes to the black students. A high school awarded the white students top honors after two black students were already chosen. Breaking with tradition. Now, they said that they were going by that it was based on the highest QPA, which is quality point average, but not on GPA, which is grade point average. This is not the first time a school has raised questions about top academic designations. Earlier this year, a high school student in the small town of Alpine, Texas, took her school to court after claiming that the school did not rank her grades correctly. What the hell do you think it was? I already know, playboy. You know what it is. They can't stand to see someone rise above them. You're supposed to be superior, right? That don't mean nothing. It don't matter if it's a car, truck, or SUV. It's a vehicle. It gets you somewhere. It doesn't matter what type of bird it is. They're all birds. Same thing here. We all human. It don't matter your color. If you stupid, you stupid, fam. You didn't do the work. You didn't put in the work. You stupid. You didn't do the homework. You didn't turn the homework in. You didn't go to class. These people did. It's called entitlement. White privilege. Think it don't exist. I know you remember when they were throwing down on the, um, they were buying college grades for their kids, getting their kids in college. Remember that a year or two ago? The actress, her husband. Yeah. You got to pay to get them people in. Why would I have to pay to get you in if you was all that? I don't understand. It's all a game. That's because you cannot compete. Black folk a beast in the game. Let them pull a ship up or an airplane up and tell all black folk to get on it. They taking us somewhere and we can have our own land. Much as America hates you, they ain't going to let you go. These students here excelled, probably been excelling. And they were probably the first two blacks. But think about it. How many blacks came before them? It was probably somebody in the 70s that was kicking ass. But they suppressed that. You understand me? They suppressed that. Holding you down. Exemplary. But you have to have something given to you. So you don't appreciate things when they're just given to you. Get somebody a car and look at that car three months, four months, six months down the road. Total bucket. Didn't care. They have no investment. Okay. These students were superior. You know what it was. You know what it was. You cannot compete. And the only reason you are where you are today is predicated on the fact that you held us back. If we were so inferior, why do you mess with us all the time? Congratulations to Ikeria Washington and Layla Temple, West Point High School down there in Mississippi, man. You know what it is already. You already know what it is. <clears throat> Time now for your pushgapradio.com celebrity birthdays. <clears throat> Celebrity birthdays this week, June 14th. Actress Marla Gibbs turns 90. Treat her like you treat Betty White. All right? That's our queen right there, player. Donald J. Trump. Your old executive chief. 
turned 75 on June 14th, pop singer Boy George of Culture Club will be 60 years old. June 15th, Northwest, Kanye's daughter, she turns 8. Ice Cube turns 52 years old. And Rhea Remini from King of Queens, she turns 51 years old. June 16th, Tupac Shakur, born June 16th, 1971, died September 13th, 1996, at the age of 25. June 16th, Tupac would have been 50 years old. Also June 15th, rapper MC Ren from NWA turns 52, actor Bill Cobbs will be 87, and singer Eddie Levert will be 79 years old. June 17th, rapper Kendrick Lamar turns 34. Tennis star Venus Ebony Star Williams will be 41 years old. June 18th, Beatles star Paul McCartney turns 79. Nathan Morris, member of the R&B group Boys to Men, will turn 50 years old. But yeah, you already know what it is, fam. We've been excelling. We've been excelling since we've been here. And these people can't handle that. It's too much smoke for them. You know what I'm saying? Too much smoke for them. But <clears throat> I did have the tete-a-tete thing going on with uh, what Monique was talking about. Y'all out there wearing them bonnets and pajamas and dickies and house shoes. I'm going to tell you, you, you can't get upset because people see you a certain way. If you go out dressed like that, they say clothes make the man. All right. George Eddie G. Robinson. Oh, gangster movie back in the day for those of you of a certain age. Back in the day, he was in this one movie back there with James Cagney. Now, Eddie G. Robinson made the statement where he was getting out of jail and was talking to the warden, him and his henchmen. When they got outside, the henchmen say, boss, it's real swell how you got the warden's coat, his suit, his hat and everything. Eddie G. turned to him and say, yeah, see, the man who speaks well does well. The man who dresses well does better. Never forgot that. I was nine, ten years old. So when you come out here with these bonnets and whatnot on your coconut and folk don't respect you, what do you expect? Now, Monique explained that during her travel, she'd been seeing a lot of it at the airport and at the malls and whatnot. And like Monique said, <clears throat> when did we lose our pride in representing ourselves? When did we slip away or let me make sure I'm presentable when I leave home? Because if you're married to me, you can't go out like that. Else I wouldn't be with you. They ain't have big money in road. These women were presentable when they came out. There's a reason that you dress that way. That was dress code before you were born. It's still that today because you're here. And when you damn dead and gone, it'll be the same thing. The way you dress says something about you. You come up to me with a damn bonnet on your head, your, your pajamas on, and some fuzzy ass slippers. And then in walks this lady with pearls on. She has on stilettos. She looks amazing. Who am I going to wait on first? Is it bias? Yes, it is. But you put yourself there. It's all in how you dress. Brothers with the do-rags and the sag. And they don't get away. They don't get a pass at all. It's time to stop it. You want to be respected, but you know, like Monique said, I'm not saying you don't have to have pride, but the representation that you're showing someone, <coughs> someone will have to ask you to know if you have it. It's a representation of yourself. 
She was telling the young queens in training that if she sees them in the street, in the airports, at Walmart with that damn bonnet on, and them slippers, that you look like, what the fuck? She say, I need Nikki going to tap you on the shoulder and say, hey, baby girl, let me show you what you worth, mine. And quit racking up like that. It's aggravating. Have some respect for yourself. Then when people disrespect you, you mad. The hell are you mad? You're disrespecting yourself because you don't give a damn. That's what it looks like when you're dressed. You don't give a damn. Okay. Saggy britches, do-rags, all that. <clears throat> you can't have no damn respect for yourself and people treat you like you a damn hood rat. Nigga, don't get mad. You put yourself there, la mama. You put yourself there. <clears throat> Jerome Stanley said this about gatekeepers. There are three types of enslaved people or gatekeepers. One sees a hole in the fence and escaped. One sees a hole in the fence and repaired it. One sees a hole in the fence and tells Masa someone is trying to escape. These niggas and coons today, the ones who have escaped, unlike Harriet Tugman, will nail the fence up after he escapes and help Massa keep the fence mended. Shock of one in the main event without Jackie O on the bangingest thing on your urban internet radio dial. It's our Juneteenth show. <clears throat> Happy Juneteenth, the one and all. We're going to break that down as to what came about during Juneteenth. I learned about Juneteenth once I moved to the great state of Texas. I'm from up north in Gary, Indiana. So, you know, didn't know much about that when I was stationed in Fort Riley, Kansas. I dated this girl named, uh, named Dorothy. And you can imagine how they clowned her in Kansas being named Dorothy. But, yeah, they were from Tyler, Texas. Told us about... Uh, Watermelon and red soda water is what they called it. Well, we're going to get you up to speed on that. Also coming up, Black Wall Street. We're going to break that down for you. Michael Jackson. Remembrance of him. He passed away in June. We're going to get into that. Black Music Month. We'll delve into that. The labor shortage. Ain't no damn labor shortage. And I'm explaining that to you when we come back banging this thing in the game uh congratulations again to all of the 2021 graduates i know it's been kind of rough because i could not imagine trying to do homeschooling man as opposed to sitting in class hell i barely made it to class how in the hell would i have made it going up to that devastating tentilating definitely invigorating not like i'm insinuating that i think we stimulating reason that we giga ratings because we don't be perpetrating all we got to do is touch a microphone it's shaka four one in the main event with jackie yo on the bangingest thing on your urban internet radio dial it's rubber buggy baby boomer radio pushcapradios.com dallas baby You just shot to number one on your internet radio dial. Chaco Ford one in the main event only on pushgapradio.com. Pushgapradio.com. Bridging the gap between old school and new school radio. Pushgapradio.com. It's Dallas, baby. Pushgap Radio. Pushgap Radio. 
Push Gap Radio. Dallas, baby. PushGapRadio.com, the official internet station of SomethingNewMagazine.com. PushGapRadio.com, Dallas, baby. What's up, it's your man Money B from Digital Underground And when I'm not drinking 40s with your mama, I cool out with my man Shackle for Mr. Millionaire You guys play awesome music You're listening to the number one station PushGapRadio.com, the most powerful internet station in Dallas. There's a great deal of talk these days about a so-called labor shortage. Don't be fooled, it's fakery. Here's the reality. What the employers want is more people to work without paying higher salaries. Maximize their profit, minimize their labor costs, as they like to say. So capitalists are under the gun, and they want to make more money, and they want to keep labor costs down. And now that they think they can rebound, recover from the crush of the last capitalist crisis plus pandemic, they want lots of people to come back to work without raising their wages. That's all labor shortage means, that the demand to hire is greater than what's willing to be provided in the way of labor at the offered wage. If you want to get rid of the labor shortage, raise the wages. Then it will disappear. That's what they don't want to do, even though every textbook in economics read by every business school graduate explains to them, when the demand for something is greater than the supply, there's a tendency for the price to go up. And that applies to the labor and the power to do labor that workers provide. So don't be fooled. The conservatives, the business community that pays them, are out there beating the bushes to take away unemployment benefits, particularly those extra few hundred dollars a week provided because of and during the pandemic. Here's the simple idea. If you take away money from unemployed people, you make them more desperate. And then they may take those jobs for which you don't want to pay higher wages. They'll be desperate enough to accept the low wages you wish to pay. Is that ugly? Is that coercive pressure on the working class? You bet. Don't be fooled. Labor shortage is just a polite way to say we want more help from the government to squeeze the working class and make more profits. PushCatRadio.com in Dallas and Fort Worth. 
Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Trying to set the board here. I don't know what's kind of going on. <laughs> kind of going on. We're just getting back on. We've been off for a while. I'm going to break that down for you. Let you know why in the hell we have not been here. But, you know, sometimes you need a break. Because sometimes. You got to deal with niggas and niggas and niggas. And you know what that do to you. All right. See, I can clown because Jackie O ain't here. Okay. Niggas will work your nerves. You already know. Jeffrey Tubin <clears throat> just came back on CNN a little while ago. If you may or may not remember, seven months ago, the good Mr. Tubin was caught beating the bishop, choking the chick and spanking the monkey. On worldwide television while on a Zoom call. Subsequently was fired from CNN a couple of days ago. He came back on with Allison Camarota and apologized and apologized for beating his meat on TV. You damn perv. You damn perv. You as a black person, could you get away with that? Something as egregious. Something as egregious as whipping it out on, on, on worldwide TV. You understand? That's white privilege, man. And you got another job. You on worldwide TV beating it down. Caught by the world. It ain't like it ain't like you was in a bathroom stall. And you get another job. I ain't never seen that happen to Pookie or Ray Ray Neal. Never. Never. Let me move on, fam. <laughs> He rang one out. He rang one out on the air on CNN of all damn places. <sighs> the labor shortage. You just heard the soundbite. <clears throat> Why companies cannot find workers? That's because many people are launching new businesses. You think that punk ass three hundred dollars is what's keeping somebody from going to work? COVID. Make sure this ain't something I damn need. All COVID did was rip the cover off of what was already going on. Now let me explain something to you. This was done by the very people that stormed the Capitol. White folk, basically. In the mid-80s, Ronald Reagan started tearing down the labor unions. Forty-some-odd percent of people back in the 1940s and 50s were in labor unions. Now today, it's only 6%. Then he talked you into getting rid of uh, welfare. what they say? The blacks is abusing the system. Welfare queens, well, as we, most of us already know, that when white women, white farmers... That's what welfare was created for, to help them. They didn't have to put the man out when it came to the black woman getting it. They did. What has that got to do with labor unions? I'm working up to that. Then they told you, well, we don't need labor unions because the darkies getting all the jobs. I ain't finna pay no nigga $30 an hour over here at GM to put no hubcap on no damn car. So we need to break up the unions. Plus, they got too much power. If we could cut down labor costs, we could make more profit. <clears throat> Wasn't happening. So lessen all of our jobs 
overseas. That'll do it. And then what we'll do is get our stuff, buy it back from somebody else. Did you know salmon? It's a good fish if you're into salmon. It is caught here in America. We ship it to China where it's processed. And then them fools ship it back here. You ever heard of such a thing? We don't produce anything. Look at the supply chain now. When that ship got stuck out there in uh, the Suez Canal. I mean, just check it out. And it's just sad because these people have just decided send everything out of the country. Now you want people to come back to these crappy jobs where you don't want to pay. No one wants to do that. You work in a restaurant. You making damn 275 an hour plus tips. Really? You supposed to survive off of that? Meanwhile, they're paying the CEO $30 million. <clears throat> but here's what's going on with that. Another reason that companies are struggling to find workers to meet a historic boom in customer demand. A new study using data that allows researchers to more precisely track new businesses across time and place finds that the surge coincides with federal stimulus and its strongest in black community. Black folks starting businesses in droves. See, here's what them folk don't want. Homie of mine told me this when we first got laid off from driving motor coaches. They don't want niggas sitting around thinking. They damn sure don't want niggas sitting around smoking and thinking because a nigga going to come up with a plan. And what's happening right now in droves, people are starting their own businesses. They're taking a chance. People have went back to school. People are switching uh, career fields. Okay. You know what's really hurting them? Baby boomers. Baby boomers are retiring in droves. They didn't expect that. You was pushing ageism trying to get them out of them companies once they hit a certain level in pay and benefits. You was trying to get them out. And those in the baby boom that are 65 years old and older, they figure, hey, I might as well cash out now. So you don't lost one third of the workforce. From what I understand, one third of restaurants are never coming back. So here's my math. If one third of the restaurants aren't coming back, that leaves two thirds of the restaurants. Where's the one third of the people that worked in there? Shouldn't it be an overwhelming thing here? See what I'm saying? You can't get past me. I'm from Gary, Indiana, fam. You can't get it past me. You can't bump my head. How do you have a shortage? Maybe these people woke up to the game and got tired of you bumping their damn heads. You don't have to have a storefront anymore. They got pop-ups, ghost restaurants. Everything's online. There's more opportunity because there's a different business model today. Okay. People are scared of catching COVID. Don't make a damn about that 300. That ain't no money. Grand scheme of things. I made more money than I bring home on the STEMI. I mean, I'm Gucci. I live in a two-income household. Jackie O works as well. But people are starting their own thing. It's contributing to the worker shortage. A lot of people say, why would I go back to a $30,000 a year job if I can do better? So they took their STEMI. And what they did was put it into their business. You know, it's been three rounds of the STEMI. And people just using it to advance their lives. People are tired. I'm 60 years old. 
When I was growing up, every time I went over some kin folks house, my auntie, my grandmama, Neil, we went to somebody's house, fam. Not no apartment. I know we make good money in my household. We ain't balling, but we make decent money and we in a damn double wide. Where your house at? You busting your ass at your job. Where your house at? Some of you have had a home and seeking to buy another one. That's where we are right now. Ain't nobody going back to those shitty ass jobs. That's why you letting all these immigrants in here. You need somebody to come do that for you, huh? You stole that dude's shoes there, huh? Yeah. Don't nobody want them crappy jobs. People elevated themselves, mine, when they had the STEMI. What did you do when you were on the STEMI? People aren't going back. Nobody wants to be a part of that. Well, I'm just working, working, working. I'm missing out. It's about work-life balance. And you always hear when they talk about family, it's always their family. Let somebody pass away in your family or be sick in your family or need something in your family. Can you be in tomorrow? Can you come in after you do that? Something happened in their family, they're going to take off a week. They preach family. They don't mean family, fam. Nobody going back to them crappy ass jobs, man. Here's something I came across while we was hanging out, man. I was going to let Jackie O read it, but I'll read it real quick to you. <clears throat> this girl said, I met this man 10 months ago and we fell in love instantly. Everybody was always saying how much we look so much alike. And they would always say y'all might be related, but we always laughed it off. One month ago, we decided to get a DNA test to finally put the rumors to rest. We were both excited to get the results only to find out we were in fact related. We found out that we were brother and sister. Yes, I was just as shocked as you guys. Due to the fact that we are still madly in love and we decided to continue the relationship banging this thing in the urban internet radio game pushgapradios.com without Jackie O coming up we're going to get into the vaccine are you a fiend for the vaccine are you looking for the jab okay I'm not and I don't care how much you go out there screaming that you got it it's going to be a commercial on TV 10 years from now that if you took the vaccine, you may be entitled to, but it won't because they have solved those people of all liability, impunity. If you grew a third leg, there's nothing that you can do about it. I don't trust your government. I don't want your vaccine. <laughs> Banging this thing in the urban internet radio game when we come back. We're going to break down Juneteenth. Also, the housing moratorium. You know, that's about to end. We're going to get into that. I'll explain to you where we have been for the last few months and what's been going on. And Michael Jackson from Gary, Indiana. We're going to get a little bit into him as well. Never average, never mediocre, online, on point, and on the freaking money. From Gary, Indiana to Dallas, Fort Worth, it's the hottest thing in the game. Pray until something happens. God always provides. At pushgapradios.com, the power is in the name. Hey, don't keep us a secret. Dallas, baby. 
This is Carol J, the Roadrunner on the Shacklefoot One and the Main Event Show, exclusively on PushGapRadio.com. For all the latest and hottest information on what's happening in Dallas-Fort Worth, log on every Friday at 10 a.m. PushGapRadio.com. It's Dallas, baby. PushGapRadio.com. We want to be your official Dallas internet station. Shit about burning the football hall of fame, about burning the target. You broke the contract when you killed us in the streets and didn't give a fuck. You broke the contract when for 400 years we played your game and built your wealth. Why do you burn down your own neighborhood? It's not ours. We don't own anything. We don't own anything. Trevor Noah said it so beautifully last night. There's a social contract that we all have that if you steal or if I steal, then the person who is the authority comes in and they fix the situation. But the person who fixes the situation is killing us. So the social contract is broken. And if the social contract is broken, what the f- do I give a sh- about burning the football hall of fame, about burning a target? You broke the contract when for 400 years we played your game and built your wealth. You broke the contract when we built our wealth again on our own by our bootstraps in Tulsa and you dropped bombs on us. When we built it in Rosewood and you came in and you slaughtered us. You broke the contract, so your target. Your Hall of Fame. As far as I'm concerned, they could burn this bitch to the ground. And it still wouldn't be enough. And they are lucky. That what black people are looking for is equality and not revenge. Shackle 4 1 in the main event with Jackie O. We're internet famous, just not real life hot. We're pushcapradio.com. It's going down, baby. Dallas. But people, it makes complete sense that restaurant workers are looking for better jobs, right? Because these are tough jobs. They're on their feet all day. They take care of everyone. They pretend not to hear when you guys are breaking up at the table. And after all of that, they have to rely on tips. I mean, you know a job isn't paying enough when every meal ends with a mini GoFundMe. And aside from giving workers the opportunity to look for jobs that they can actually live on, these unemployment benefits are also giving them leverage to use against their former employers. And it seems like it might actually be working. Restaurant and fast food chains are all ramping up hiring and beefing up employee benefits to attract workers. So I guess it turns out that when they were saying nobody wants to work, what they actually meant was Nobody wants to work for the starvation wages that we were willing to pay them. And apparently, they were able to afford this the whole time. It just took some pressure from the workers to force their hand. And look, I know that some restaurants can only afford to pay their workers so much. But I honestly believe that that's your responsibility as a business owner to figure it out. The point is, if your business can only get by on the backs of workers who can't, then that's not a sustainable business because everyone deserves a job that lets them afford the necessities of life, housing, healthcare, and at least one Netflix. You just shot to number one on your internet radio dial. Shackle Ford one in the main event only on pushgapradio.com. I'm looking for Jackie. Jackie. Jackie yeah. From Duncanville to Richard, sending back to Funky Town. From Lancaster to Cedar Hill and even Hamilton Park, Dallas, Fort Worth, Pushcap Radio. Get down with your Pushcap Radio 
It's the hottest combination in the urban internet game. Dallas, baby. Pushcapradio.com in Dallas and Fort Worth. Yeah. Talking about the two young ladies, man, who uh Valedictorian salutatory. Their names. All right, Kyria Washington and Layla Temple, West Point High School in Mississippi. Should be ashamed of yourselves, people. Should be ashamed of yourself. These two had the highest GPA and the highest QPA, but people just cannot freaking compete. My homegirl was off the air for a little bitty while. Uh, she's still off. That's probably why we've been off as well. Quite a few people who are into podcasting have taken off for a spell. You got to get your life together. You know, got to get your life together. So Yvette was saying more than once, I've said Americans national character is at fault for failing to resolve the harm done to ADOS. Now, that's you folks to call yourselves minorities and people of color and African-American. That's why everybody in your gene pool, all skin folk ain't kin folk. ADOS, American descendants of slavery. Where are your great-great-grandparents buried at? If they're not buried here, you ain't us. But we won't get into that. There is no shared cultural honesty about who ADOS are, who has been comp complicit in tethering us to the bottom and who has been complicit in erasing our struggle. Now she goes on to say, key to the erasure process is the cobbling together of all brown people in one uniform, the people of color category. See, you fall for that, and that's how folk get your stuff. <clears throat> See, they black when they need to be. They ain't when they ain't. Now, when they come here and they got to get um, some kind of grant, or whatever to go to school, to go to a HBCU, they're black now. But the moment they graduate, go to their Facebook page. The Ghana flag, the Haitian flag, the Jamaican flag. Where the American flag at? You was black to get in there, but now that you graduated, right? Who your people found? But Yvette was basically saying she'll see everybody back on YouTube soon. Michi X, Michi X came back on. She had been off for a while. These are the people that I podcast that I watch, you know. Michi X came back, and uh, you niggas pissing her off. It's hard to help black people because we've been so psychologically conditioned, man. I know a lot of people don't want to hear that, but it, it, it's social engineering. I don't care if it was Malcolm X or Martin Luther King Jr. Niggas hated them both. I just told you the thing about the fence. One of the slaves escaped. One fixes the fence. One tells master. Gatekeepers. But you know, you got to listen to me. Listen to me now. Believe me later. <laughs> okay. But yeah, it's hard trying to help black folk mind. That's why I'm not into that. You know what I'm saying? I'm not into the wake a black person up thing. 
I'm here to entertain you. Are you not entertained? Okay. <laughs> That's what I'm here to do. I'm here to entertain you. I'm not here to wake you up. You know, I'll, I'll throw some gems in there. You can go research it for yourself and look it up. But most people just are, want to be complacent and, you know, nothing wrong with that. It can be a beat down after a while, but... You know, I'm tired of seeing my people struggle. That's basically what it is. I don't want to give a shout out to Yvette Carnell and waiting to watch Tariq Nasheed's new documentary, Buck Breaking. Been trying to find it on the stick, but you know, it's not there yet. But, you know, Tariq is good with those dang on documentaries. I've seen, I've seen everything but the Haiti one. For those of you who are into that. Now, the buck-breaking one, I've heard great reviews about it. It, it, it turned out when I saw the, <clears throat> when I saw the um, trailer, it wasn't what I thought it was going to be, you know. And he always has some deep people in there. I, I, I'm a 5150 fan, Corey Holcomb. He's got big Corey in there out of Chicago. So I can't wait to watch it. I'll be trying to go on. <laughs> I'll be trying to go on to see how the hell can I watch it on line. And for some reason, I can't find it. And you're talking about order a DVD. Nigga, I ain't got no damn DVD player. Okay? The hell? I don't even know what I've done with my DVD. Probably left it the last time I moved. But, yeah, I was interested in trying to watch that, man. But, yeah, shout out to the people that I watch. Water Baby, who does the tarot cards. I'm into that when it's Capricorn season. Like she said, you got to take a break from this and work on your life, man. You got to work on your life. You let a lot of things go when you're doing this. It, it, it takes a lot. Um, like they taught me in broadcasting school. When it looks so easy, that means you're good. Okay. I'm not saying I'm good, but, you know, <laughs> I'm a bad man. But, yeah, mine. <clears throat> Just want to get out the shop to those people. You know, work on your life, mine, because niggas will wear you out Gary Indiana's own Michael Jackson since we won't be on the air next week on June 25th 2009 Michael Jackson one of the most commercially successful entertainers in history dies at the age of 50 at his home in LA suffered from cardiac arrest caused by a fatal combination of drugs given to him by his personal doctor you know Mike is Famous for the massive hit thriller. <clears throat> you know, them folk keep trying to say that Elvis or the Eagles or some such is number one in record sales around the world, but we know better. We know better. The great ones, they try to tear them down. I don't know if you pay attention to that. But, you know, Michael's on his way back um, for a series of concerts in London. He's on that profile fall. That's a good sleep right there, fam. Died in his mansion. Later, the coroner's office ruled that the pop star's death was a homicide after lethal levels of the powerful sedative propofol, as well as other drugs, were found in his system. You know, Mike's personal physician was there. I like how I like how Cat Williams broke it down. Like if you brought in a doctor to shoot you with the profile. Okay. The doctor was out in the hallway talking to one of his little thoughts, you understand? Trying to find something to run up in late on. And say Mike woke up, 
Conrad, Conrad. Remember that, Cat Williams? Mike looked around, didn't see it, tapped his joint, and stuck himself again. Come on, that's your defense. If I could have stuck myself, what the hell I need you for, Doc? I think Doc was pulling down 50 bands a week. Michael Jackson. Y'all can't say a damn thing else about Gary Indiana. If we never gave you anything else, we gave you the world's greatest entertainer. I'll be dead and gone before somebody surpasses that. And if there's a Michael Jackson in Gary, Indiana, there's a lot of other stuff, too, like pushgapradios.com, baby, just in case you didn't know. Speaking of the greatness that was Michael Jackson, more than 20,000 fans attended a public memorial for him at the Staples Center in L.A. 30 million viewers tuned in to watch on cable TV. Millions more viewed it online. June is African-American Music Appreciation Month, in case you did not know. Created by President Jimmy Carter in 1979, this month celebrates the African-American musical influences that comprise an essential part of our nation's treasured cultural heritage. Formerly called National Black Music Month, this celebration of African-American musical contributions is reestablished annually by presidential proclamation. Though by no means exhaustive, We've prepared a primer that will guide you through some of the different genres. The list of musical styles just scratches the surface of of, of what black people are amazing at. You know, gospel music, rhythm and blues, if that's what you want to call it. From bebop to hip hop, fam. Big band jazz. The spirituals. We're just a phenomenal people. Now, I think your president, Barack Obama, changed it to Black Music Month. Uncle Jimmy there, Jimmy Carter, called it African-American music. But yeah, only scratches the surface. We're an amazing people. Music is in our DNA. And I know they make fun of us. You know, them niggas always dancing. That's in you. Why does everybody else get to dance? Why does everybody else get to dance? But everything pertaining to music, mine. Freaking black people. Everyone loves black culture. No one wants black problems. You know, <laughs> I know I'm in there hacking up Jackie O's entertainment report, but yeah, am I? African-American music, mom. Do you play an instrument at all? I play the drums. I have my little drum pad over here, you know, because I can't. I can't get a drum set in here. The little electronic drum set. You used to have that. But do you play an instrument? Music stays with you all your life. So if you play an instrument, <clears throat> pull it out, blow the dust off of it, shine it up. Think about your old band teacher, man. Think about the people who opened you up to music, who helped you follow that path that was in your spirit. Music is universal. There's no black music, white music. The universe doesn't see music that way. There are songs from all genres that touch me by being a drummer. Do you play an instrument? Have you played your instrument since Corona? Now, I don't know if you're going to quit your damn job and go on the road on the Chitlin circuit. You understand me? You 45, 58, 60 years old. I don't think it could happen. It could happen. Don't let me knock your dream, playboy. Don't let me knock your dream. 
But music, is it in you? Do you love music, mine? When we come back, we're going to get more into labor unions and the labor shortage. Don't nobody want them damn crappy-ass jobs. And I'll delve a little deeper into where we have been since we've been gone. Also, Black Wall Street. We're going to delve into that since they've been in the news. And what is your deepest fear? We may or may not get into that. Shock of one in the main event with Jackie O. Hottest podcast in the urban internet radio game. Syndicated through KYBNRadio.com in Mountain View, California. Never average, never mediocre. Online, on point, and on the freaking money. Now you know what we know on the bangingest thing on the urban internet radio dial. Shock of one in the main event with Jackie O. On pushgapradios.com. Dallas, baby. Pushgapradio.com. We want to be your official Dallas internet station. And nowhere in the history of black music is there a hit patriotic song. <laughs> I mean, what we do. I mean, we'll cover a song, but like, we don't write no original patriotic song. Black artists ain't never, because we got a conflicted relationship with the country. You can't write no honest patriotic song, you got to leave that to white artists. They ain't had a good time. <laughs> you had a good time in America? You're damn right. You should be writing the patriotic, and I'm proud to be an American where at least I know I'm free. Maybe serious. You couldn't possibly expect that level of patriotism from a race of people that have so many issues. You can't. It's not realistic. Black people, don't, we don't sing about America. We sing about specific cities where you can have a good-ass time. That's what we do. We don't talk about the country. We can tell you where to party at, though. We can do that. Look, I can't tell you nothing about America, but let me tell you about the city where the heat is on all night on the beach to the early morn. Welcome to Miami. That's where you got to go. If you ever been to California? Oh, my God, boy, you got to go down to California, boy. Well, California knows how to party. <laughs> the city of L.A., the city of good old Watts, and the city of Compton. They keep it rocking. Write that shit down. I'm trying to tell you. They keep it rocking. Black people don't do patriotism. Maybe Georgia on my mind. That's the closest we probably come. Maybe that. Maybe that. That's a good song. It's warm. It's about the country. Ray Charles, Georgia on my mind. Good song. But the key word next song is on my mind. Ray Charles was just thinking about Georgia. He didn't tell you to go there. If you'd have asked Ray Charles to be more specific on where in Georgia to go, he'd have said, go to Atlanta where the players play and they ride on them things like every day. Hey, this is Scott Moran. It's not just the brothers that listen to PushGapRadio.com. For the hottest new show in the Metroplex, it's Shackleford 1 in the main event on PushGapRadio.com. Hamilton Park, Dallas, Fort Worth. Dallas, baby. In Hamilton Park, Dallas, Fort Worth, we're PushGapRadio.com. If the Emancipation Proclamation was passed in 1863, why weren't you free until 1865? Well, it took two years for the Civil War to end. Oh, so you were free when the war ended? Nah, not for two more months because Texas landowners wanted another harvest. That's not cool. None of it was cool. 
But an army ship arrived on June 19, 1865 and announced we were free. That's why we celebrate Juneteenth. I am a slave, yes I'm only a slave They'll place my body in an unmarked grave In these confederate days It's kinda hard to lift every voice singing While worrying about how low the sweet chariots are swinging I could swing from a tree but hey Oh I hope and pray they don't kill me today I am still just a slave I am a slave and the home of the brave a product of the triangular trade Please pardon my ways If I'm nervous or the slightest bit skittish In the presence of the Portuguese, Spanish, Dutch or British They kept me in colonial chains Tell me how to persuade them to chill Or to save me and still I'm a slave Shaka Ford won in the main event with me, the KD, Jackie O. Heard exclusively on Push Gap Radio. Give me two scoops. PushGapRadio.com in Dallas and Fort Worth. Came across another another little tidbit here. You may or may not be interested. Jackie O's not here, so I have a lot of time to fill, all right? So I got show prep. I didn't get any of her show prep. I really don't care about entertainment news, okay? We're in broadcasting school. Um, Tasha Tingle, Queen Amy, when we were in school, first created the show. The show didn't have a name at the time. It was just something we were working on while we were at American Broadcasting School here in Arlington, Dallas, Texas. But... When we, I rented this house at any one time, 10 of us lived in this house as we built this station from the ground up. And so once they kind of got out of it, I brought a few females through, but that eh, didn't quite work out because they went to school. They knew what they were doing. These other females, they thought because you came in and they were on the show that when it was time to do the show, you didn't have your show prep. OK, <laughs> not just this. I got tons of stuff around. Now. These are just the headlines. And so. At some point, I threw entertainment news out. Then I went to see New Edition out in Grand Prairie, Texas. And they brought out the guy. What is his name with the T? On the Ricky Smiley show, Gary with the T. Brought him out on stage and he asked them chicks. He said, how many of you bitches out here watch Real Housewives of Atlanta? The guy turned the light on, place exploded. I came back. Put Jackie on entertainment news just because I don't like it doesn't mean somebody else don't like it. But here's my entertainment. Here's my damn entertainment news. All right. Here's another little blog, little ditty that I came across and want to read to you. Goes like this. Says I need advice. My baby daddy kept on stepping out to cheat and I just couldn't take it anymore. So I told him if you want to cheat, I get to have some play too. Well, I was tired of him always leaving, so I let him find a living side piece. She stay in the basement with her kids. So I can have the main floors to myself with my son. Then I met an amazing dude on Tinder. Okay. Gets a little steamy here. So she meets this guy on Tinder. Where am I? I'm trying to fix things. And decided to move him into the basement. <laughs> I think the plot thickens. 
so she decided to move him down into the basement with her because it just makes it easier for me and my baby daddy to go down there and mess around with them. Well, my side dude and his side piece wound up falling in love. And now she is expecting. But we don't know if it's my baby daddy's baby or the side dude's baby. Now we all argue because we don't know who going to claim what on the taxes next year. I'm thinking me and my baby daddy should claim any kids that come from the basement because it's our guy. It's our damn basement. But the side piece want to get DNA tests to see who has full rights to claim the baby. Which option should we choose? It's ratchet out there. It's ratchet, fam. I'm glad we didn't have social media when I was coming along. No, we did some crazy stuff, but these people, these people are out of control, man. What are you? You let him move little mama to the basement. That's like that sister wife thing. You hip to that? The sister wife thing now that goes down polygamy. It's above your pay grade. Yeah. And now you don't move the old boy down there. They rocking and rolling. So what are you going to do? What do you think? Who should claim the damn tax? All right. <clears throat> Why we've been gone. Got laid off from my job last year, March. Been on the STEMI. And coming into this year, my mom passed away in October. Had some other family things going on. Uh, Jackie had some things going on. And we're just trying to, again, when you put your time, effort, and energy into doing Push Gap, the videos, the podcast, the social media, it's a lot. It's a lot. On top of that, you're working and you're trying to do your life. Big Mom always said there are eight hours to work, eight hours to sleep, eight hours to live your life. If you had work for 16 hours, then you're only sleeping for eight. Then the other eight hours of your life, something is sloppy, fam. You either losing sleep, your life is falling apart, or there's an issue with your job. And that's what's wrong with these people who think it's the $300. It's not. It's you wanting to be in business and you can't afford to be in business. You're not going to pay me $2 an hour for my labor. And, and, and GM or anybody, you need American workers to make your cars. We don't get a siesta in America. We don't get three and four and six weeks off in America. We work our ass off. You sent us home. You told us to shelter in place and you would send us a check. Well, here we are. Now we lazy and don't want to come back to your crappy ass jobs. Let me ask you a question. It seems like all of the restaurants and, you know, shitty jobs are looking for workers. Is AT&T looking for workers? Is Lockheed looking for workers? Is Google looking for workers? I don't see them out here screaming or worried about paying $15 an hour. Here's the thing. If you cannot afford to pay, you cannot afford to play. People have seen now they don't want to do this. Look at this. Look at this. Workers are retiring in droves. Companies are complaining about a job shortage, but it's partially their fault. At least 1.7 million more older workers than expected retired due to the pandemic recession. 
And they define old age as 55 plus older. Age discrimination discrimination laws were supposed to prevent this. A lot of companies openly flouted the law, at least during the Trump era, kicking kicking the, the baby boomers out. The new school's data goes deeper than mere age, though, noting that within that 55 plus group, the burden of job loss has fallen hardest on black workers without a college degree who experienced the highest increase in the share who were retired before age 65. But it's not like they're retiring to some golden paved road. So these people are taking their their 401ks and whatnot, and they're bagging out. If I make enough money to pay off my house, I only got a few more years to pay my house off or whatever, I might as well retire if I'm 65. You got record job openings, but a lot of joblessness among key parts of the workforce. The crappy jobs, you know. Even though the pandemic is winding down. Shouldn't companies be hiring these cats back in droves? You need the experience. You keep wanting to run to younger and paying cheaper. And who the hell thought that sending all the damn jobs out of the country was a good thing. So after Trump, we get who just turned 75. Is it 75? Let me look at Trump's birthday. Just told you it's Trump's birthday this week. Y'all should send him something. <laughs> Lisi had gas prices down and hit the immigrants out. June 14th, Donald J. Trump turned 75 years old. Who thought this was a great idea to send all the jobs out of the country, get rid of labor unions, get rid of social source of services? We have no health care. People are homeless. The, 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 the military budget is $700 billion. You can take $20 billion of that and eradicate homelessness. The same person who let all them jobs go. Let me ask you this. What idiot signed off on the carjack that we use here in America? How in the 70s did we go from cranking up a car to being in 110 degree Texas heat or minus 15 in Chicago on the side of the road trying to crank this car up? That's not safe. Now, I just saw a thing where you press your foot on the thing. I mean, they have various devices for lifting your car. But I saw this thing. You push the button and it and it lifts your car. Who signed off on that? The same idiots that thought sending all the jobs out of the country, then paying you as little as possible, then bringing all the stuff back in. You can get it cheap. It's dirt cheap. You can get an 80-inch flat screen damn television for $500. But how many hours you got to work, though? to have a place to put the damn television. I drink apple juice in the morning after my coffee. 60% of our apple juice comes from China. There are no jobs, fam. And even if there are jobs, there's no help there for you. The unions are here to help you. But somehow, some way, you let somebody bump your damn head and tell you unions were a bad thing. You know, unions were started for white men after slavery. Did you know that? When it was over, the white men created unions so that when these companies had to hire, they hired from their labor pool, not the niggers. But think about after slavery, if you was a slave doing all the work for free, who had all the damn skills? 
So you see, labor unions weren't even for you. But by the time you start getting up in there in the 60s and 70s, in the 80s, Ronald Reagan got the white folks to vote it out. They ain't want no damn union because they didn't want you niggas getting no benefits. Same way with, 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 with social services. You could be on welfare long as you want. Now it's two years. You go from having a job to being on welfare since welfare reform, two years, and then crime. They know how it works. It's sociology. They know how it works, man. Show for one in the main event without Jackie O on the Bang of the Stang on your urban internet radio dial. When we come back, are you a fiend for the damn vaccine? Man, man, man. I've been hearing people telling me that they've been getting it, but uh, I'm already fit to tell you, fam. I ain't trying to go nowhere near it. You invented it in nine months. I could care less. You finna stick me with it. And then you're not being held responsible? No, 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 no. No, 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 no. That will not happen here. Shock 401 in the main event without Jackie O. Hoping you have a great Juneteenth. Gonna delve a little bit more into that when we come back. Because again, if you're not from around here, then you know, you really don't understand Juneteenth. Shock 401 in the main event in 90 degree Dallas, Texas. If you don't know, now you know. And hey, please don't keep us a secret. Follow us on Facebook. We're at Push Gap Radios 1. And remember this, the people who follow us aren't followers. Shocker 401 in the main event. Push Gap, Dallas. Pray until something happens. God always provides. At PushGapRadio.com, the power is in the name. PushGapRadio.com And in a moment, you will be transported to this place. Five, four, three, two, one. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome. Shaka Ford won in the main event. Exclusive on PushGap Radio. Give me PushGapRadio.com Bridging the gap between old school and new school radio PushGapRadio.com It's Dallas, baby PushGapRadio.com A workplace resignation boom may be looming Here's why After burning the candle at both ends before the COVID-19 pandemic and for months during the lockdown and restrictions, people that have been out here working have had enough. When you're used to being really busy and then you stop, a lot of things come to the surface. Things that you haven't dealt with in a long time, emotions, curiosities, and new interests that you have passions that you had, but you forgot about. So, you know, these are people, they got kids to raise. They got other things that have, you know, that are important in their life. So now during the pandemic, they said 130,000 people left the workforce. This is up in Canada. So, you know, you know, I looked last week and the women leaving the workplace is still on the rise in America. Uh, a lot of them are just electing to be home with their families and not work anymore. And a lot of times, you know, these are 
couples at one time, one point in time, both of them had jobs and the kids went to school during the day. They worked. Well, we don't have that anymore. We don't have that. And back in March, 2020, a lot of those jobs that left, they're never coming back. So you, even if you employed everybody, you still don't have all the businesses that you once had in 2019. So the economy is a mess. Believe me, it's a mess up in Canada too. It is bad and it's not getting better and it's not going to get better, y'all. These folks will not accept the fact that this ain't coming back fully. It's not. You got the whole country open now and you're still complaining about all these shortages and people aren't applying for jobs and some of the jobs out here, even the restaurants and hotels, they're saying absolutely nobody is coming in to apply. That says a lot. Pushcapradio.com in Dallas and Fort Worth. That was Lisa Cabrera telling you it ain't coming back. Most of the jobs that are gone, fam, are gone. They're never coming back. You just heard her tell you that. That's why people are doing their own thing. People are tired of it. How much stuff do you miss working your job? My job, driving motor coaches. At four in the morning, I'm headed to Houston or Oklahoma somewhere. The the most busiest times in the car service limousine game is Thursday through Sunday. Every holiday. 15 years of doing it, I think I've been off three Thanksgivings. Because I live in Dallas, Texas. So I'm normally at a Cowboys game, sitting on a bus. Watching the game, eating great food, of course. But you miss out on so much work-life balance. Americans are quitting jobs at record levels. Making it hard for companies to fill openings. They got 8 million openings. Three-thirds of restaurants. One-third ain't coming back. What in people? Shouldn't they be applying for these jobs with the people who are already here? How you got a shortage? I'll let y'all figure that out. Four, almost 4 million people quit their jobs in April. It's nearly double the number of people who quit a year earlier. U.S. job openings soar to a record 9.3 million, but they're going unfulfilled. People are starting their own thing. And these people don't like that. I need you working for me. Paying you, all I'm doing is paying you to offset your dream. What do you want in life? You want to live a fuller, happier life? Or do you want to, like Tina Turner said, be working for the man every night and day? Work-life balance. Where is it? People are starting their own things. What did you do? And we've had to take time off to take it again, to start getting our own life squared away. It ain't over. Look at India. Look at China. Look at the UK. Did you know? And I didn't pull up the story. I meant to because I was helping Jackie O get out of here to go to her grandson's graduation. One in four students in Boston have the Delta variant out of the UK. They ain't told you that, have they? 
Are you a fiend for the vaccine? Why is the vaccination program slowing down? Here are three reasons. Why don't nobody want that damn shot? For a few weeks this spring, the United States was a world leader in vaccines, administering shots to a larger share of its population than even the United Kingdom or Israel. But since the middle of April, our vaccine campaign has stalled. The average number of people getting a first or second dose is down almost 50 percent from its peak on April 13th. One thing to blame is Johnson and Johnson. They say don't fight the obvious. Average daily vaccines peaked the very same day or perhaps the day after U.S. health officials warned about the Johnson and Johnson vaccine. So people were already skittish. Now you come up here and Johnson and Johnson out here killing people. And then you turned around the very next week and put them back in the game. Come on, Ken Falk. Johnson and Johnson is the one blame for it. A lot of 20, 30, 40, and 50-somethings were taking it in the beginning. But then everybody in that age group pulled back immediately from the vaccination line. Johnson and Johnson did hurt the vaccine acceptance. Number two, blame the wall of vaccine hesitancy. The huge gap between liberal and conservative areas may indicate that supply is exceeding demand, not because the FDA abruptly gutted vaccine demand, but because most non-seniors in Republican states wasn't planning on getting a shot any damn way. Trump supporters, my body, my choice. I'm a Trump supporter now. You damn skippy. I ain't taking your vaccine. The Republicans ain't taking it. And you don't put them on TV. You put the people on who, who, who got a song and dance for you to take that shot. We'll find out two, three, five, ten years from now, though. We'll find out. Johnson & Johnson, number one, blame the wall of vaccine hesitancy, number two. Number three, vaccination rates were likely destined to slow down in May, but the Johnson & Johnson polls wiped out a great chance at converting the remaining vaccine skeptics. So, the confidence that people had in it. When the Johnson and Johnson went wrong, because first you couldn't mix them, then you could, then you had to get this shot, then you didn't have to get another one, then you had to get a second one, now you got to get a booster shot. Tell you what, when you figure it out, holler at me. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to keep wearing my damn mask, and I'm going to keep staying in my bubble. Me and Jackie O don't go nowhere. She went to the graduation. It's outside at the football stadium, though. You can bet Jackie's masked up and got her little squirt stuff, though. Okay, that's how Jackie get out. I used to think it was a joke, but after a while, I saw it wasn't. But yeah, the vaccine. Is it a false sense of security? How is everyone else in the world falling apart? India's still getting hit. And America's okay? America's okay. Wink, wink. The hell out of here am I? No, you don't believe that. These people have no idea, fam, what they're doing. And you need to wake up to that. They have no idea. These white folks are just begging and praying for this vaccine to work. Who losing? How many businesses and companies your black ass own? I need you niggas and spicks and chinks and sand niggas and Arabs and whatnot to get back to work. 
to save my lifestyle, to save my home, possibly my marriage if I lose it all. I need you to come back here and take these shitty ass jobs. You know, over in France, McDonald's workers make $22 an hour and the Big Mac is only a few cents higher. McDonald's can do that here. They don't want to. They don't want to. If minimum wage would have kept up with inflation. Instead of begging for $15 an hour, fam, you'd be making $24 an hour flipping burgers at McDonald's. But it didn't keep up. In order to save money, I had to cut labor costs. So I shipped all the damn jobs out of the country. And if anything disrupts the supply chain, why do you think there are no new cars? They can't get the chips. Last week, the chip place in China caught on fire. They ain't tell you that, did they? See? I tell you about the fiat dollar, but that's probably over some of you's pay grade. Russia has gotten off the fiat dollar. China's got the yuan going. The fiat dollar is when you buy oil on the world market, you have to convert your currency into American dollars. These countries are getting off of it. What's going to happen when them dollars come back to America? Dollar going to be worth six cents, mine. Dollar will be worth six cents. Juneteenth, short for June 19th, marks the day when federal troops arrived in Galveston, Texas in 1965 to take control of the state and ensure that all enslaved people be freed. The troops arrived, came in, the troops' arrival came a full two and a half years after the signing of the Emancipation Proclamation. Juneteenth honors the end of slavery in the United States and is considered the longest running African-American holiday. The Emancipation Proclamation issued by President Abraham Lincoln on January 1, 1963 had established that all enslaved people in Confederate states (laughs) I'm trying to adjust my mic here in Confederate states be be let free, you know. And um, I'm from up north. So, again, I didn't have any idea about what the hell Juneteenth was. Dated Dorothy, and they told me, watermelon and red soda water. Tyler, Texas. Might not never know nothing about that. But, yeah, speaking on, we were also delving a little bit into uh, Black Wall Street. Uh, You remember last year, 19 families, about 97 acres of land in Georgia to create a city safe for black people. Welcome to freedom, exclaims real estate agent Ashley Scott. They want to make a place that's thriving like Black Wall Street. Now, over the weekend, I think, believe it was on Sunday, yesterday, if I'm not mistaken, there was this couple who bought some land and they're building 40 different custom homes on the property. Isn't that amazing? Black folk. Now, maybe just maybe. See, because everybody looks at Tulsa. You got to look at Wilmington. You got to look at Rosewood. They bombed Philadelphia in 1980. It's not just Tulsa. We had over 16 Black Wall Streets, fam. 
These folks saw that we can make it without them. And then from the way I watched the documentary about a week or so ago on the uh, Tulsa and the guy from Oklahoma was kind of saying, well, you know, once the oil boom hit, uh, you had all these people coming from Mississippi, these old rednecks and whatnot. So as they're coming into Oklahoma, the Tulsa area, they're seeing these black folks living like that. And they just couldn't. Again, the two black girls, valedictorian, salutatorian, the white folk couldn't handle it. Now, when they were just living there amongst themselves, the oil boom hadn't hit yet. Everyone coexisted. Jealousy. The white boy didn't have that, didn't have the mental capacity to get it. Jealousy in your heart. But if you were so inferior, why would I give a damn what you got? Hmm? That's why it's taking so long. And then for you to sit here, Biden. And here are the survivors of Tulsa, Oklahoma. Where they reparations at? They can't get nothing, huh? Bernie, where you at? Oh, oh, well, explain, explain reparations to me. Reparations was the same thing you gave to your kinfolk, you and Hillary Clinton 15, 20 years ago when you signed the paperwork. That's reparations. These folks sitting in your face. They not the descendants of, they were there. What a reparations. First off, you have to apologize to ADOS, American descendants of slaves in this country. And you don't want to apologize. Because once you apologize, you're accountable. And once you're accountable, you have to restore that person to wholeness. Imagine if 40 million black folk pulled their money out of the economy, fam. Mm, mm, mm. What would that look like? That's their biggest fear. That's their biggest fear. The unification of black folk. With Shaka 41 in the main event with Jackie O on pushcapradios.com and kybnradio.com in Mountain View, California. Pushcapradios.com. I think it's time that we start talking labor unions. We're Push Gap Radio. Dallas, baby. PushGapRadio.com. Don't knock the hustle, baby. Uh, well, um, I'm a baby boomer. I was born just after the war. Uh, we've had probably, we've probably uh, had the longest period of peace and prosperity uh, globally, uh, I would say, uh, from that time. I've put a little bit of modest money away so I can hand something down to my family when I pass on, largely because I've never spent more money than I've earned, and I've been prudent, and I've worked moderately hard. Now, it always seems to me as a complete surprise to politicians how countries get in debt. Let me explain, because I don't think you really understand it. It's because politicians consistently spend more money than they raise in taxation, more money than they can possibly raise in taxation, most of which, in point of fact, they actually waste. The reason we're talking about countries which are broke, and they are broke, is because they're ridiculous, ineffective, ignorant politicians consistently spend more money than they can raise, and then they borrow and they borrow, and worse, they then print money because politicians and their central banks have a machine which prints money. You do that as a private citizen and it's a criminal offence. 
you would go to prison for doing that and politicians and their central banks do it all the time. Let me explain to you that these countries are broke and they're broke because of their own stupid leadership and politicians and it's immoral, immoral to ask ordinary taxpayers of any country to pick up the tab for failed politicians and failed banks. They are defaulted, they're broke, for God's sake let's all of us admit it. Pushgapradio.com, we finna take over this town like street sweepers. That's gangsta you just shot to number one on your internet radio dial. Shackle Ford one in the main event only on pushgapradio.com. I'm looking for Jackie. Jackie. Jackie yeah. From Duncanville to Richardson and back to Funky Town. From Lancaster to Cedar Hill and even It's the hottest combination in the urban internet game. Dallas, baby. Pushcapradio.com in Dallas and Fort Worth. Labor unions. Do you think that it is time for us to get back into labor unions? Now, do you know which industry broke up the labor unions? Air traffic controllers back in the 80s. Remember that? They went on strike and Ronald Reagan was about to clear all of them out there. Now you have people here who are against unions, but against those of the capitalists who want to get away with low labor wages. You already know about them. And that's where that comes in at. Now, what do labor unions do? What do labor unions want? They want increasing wages, raising the standard of living for the working class, ensuring safe working conditions, and increasing benefits for both workers and their families. And workers need fair treatment today more than ever, man. But without worker representation, without labor unions, it becomes sweatshop conditions, child labor, unlivable wages, 70 plus hour work weeks. Now, you know, there was a lot going on with uh, labor unions so far as the mafia, you know, did they ever find Jimmy Hoffa, that sort of thing. But labor unions are integral to the lifestyle. You're not living at the level your parents were living at. Grew up again in Gary, Indiana, Steel Mill Town, Steel Mill and Michael Jackson, Steel Mill Town, unions. These people owned homes, man. 
They worked eight hours. They worked overtime if they wanted to. They worked eight hours. They were home on the weekends. What are you doing today? You're always at work, never getting ahead. And that's what labor unions are for. But again, they got the white folks to vote it out. Hey, look, these air traffic control guys, they walked out on us. They done left us in a pinch. What if the uh, communications union did that? What if the transportation union did that? And people agreed. And look at you today. Look at you today. Struggling to make it. They can fire you without cause. Right to work state. COVID-19 has just exposed the reality that U.S. workers have long confronted. U.S. labor law fails to protect working people, man. Union leaders and workers' right advocates have called on policymakers to reform a badly broken system, warning that the erosion of unions and of worker power more broadly was contributing to the extreme economic, economic inequality and threatening our overall democracy. You don't want to pay. You, 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 it's slave wages. You're just basically making people. How do you work somewhere and can't pay rent? But I'm always here. And then I get my check. Meanwhile, Jeff Bezos them is blowing up rockets in space. So now what y'all going to travel to another planet and screw it up? Why don't we work on what's here? Why don't rich folk pay their part? How do you get so many breaks? You're a billion-dollar international company, but you get all the breaks. Research shows that the advantage just workers and unions have over non-unionized workers Workers with strong unions have been able to set industry standards for wages and benefits that help all workers, both union and non-union. Never in recent history has this dynamic been more clear. Never has it been more important that all workers have a voice in the workplace and access to a union. You need someone to speak for you. Athletes. Entertainers. These people have agents and managers to speak for them. Who speaks for you on your job? Even when conditions are bad or you know you're not getting the money you're supposed to be making this, that, and the third, who speaks up for you in that instance? The unions. But what are we doing? I don't know. We're sitting here concerned that other people are getting it. Now, if you lived in Austria, France, somewhere like that, they're all Austrians. They're all Swiss. So they don't have a problem giving out money and resources to help their people. In America, it's too many clicks. White folk don't want the niggas getting it. They don't want the spicks getting it. They don't want the chinks getting it. They don't want the gays getting it. They don't want the towel heads getting it. If anybody's getting it other than them, then they don't want it. 
But in the end, it only bites them. Look where we are today. That's why these white men are so thrown off. I bet suicide rate high as hell, but they ain't telling you that. They're not living better than their parents. They're just not. They living like me and you. You don't have a pension because you bought in the 401k. All you was doing was gambling your own damn money. You don't know nothing about stocks, but they sold you on it and you went for it. Because they didn't want to take care of you anymore when you were old and worn out and tossed to the, to the heap. And you voted for it. Everything that's here, you voted for. But what these folk don't realize is every time you vote against something, because you don't want somebody else to get it. You just at the end of the line. They just get to you last. You put crack in our neighborhood. Opioids in the Chinese neighborhood. What's the big problem now? Opioids. <clears throat> but now it's a health problem, not a criminal problem. Because it's them. you just the last ones to get hit. The people who look like you don't care about you because you're poor. Yeah, it's racism. But it's some classism, too. Donald Trump takes a crap on a gold toilet. You think he's thinking about you living in a trailer park, living in the jets, the projects for those who are uninformed. Unions. The right to a union and collective bargaining is also directly relevant to our urgent national conversation around racial inequality in its various forms including economic disparities by race. Unions and collective bargainings help shrink the black-white wage gap due to the dual facts that black workers are more likely than white workers to be represented by a union and black workers who are in unions get a larger boost to wages from being in a union than white workers do. This means that the decline of unionization has played a significant role in the expansion of the black-white wage gap over the last four decades and that an increase in unionization could help reverse those trends. There you go. <clears throat> being in black, being in a union, you get, you, you get your weight up. A lot of you don't think that you know, the racism exists. But think about this. When they were lynching our ancestors back in the day, yeah, they were usually lynching businessmen. Guys who owned a business. Outperforming Mr. Charlie. We didn't go to Mr. Charlie's store. We went to Mr. Brown's store. Now, Mr. Charlie hate niggas, but he need niggas money. So him and his homeboys come down with the hood on. Now, I'm, I'm confused. As we got the hoods on, we got the hoods off. And burnt down Mr. Brown's store. Now, you ain't got no choice but to go to Mr. Charlie. Unions. When your granddaddy came, came back from World War II, he couldn't get a GI Bill to buy a house. Redlining. He had to live on the other side of the tracks. But when you went to a job, you was treated as equal unions. Unions are there for the people, but they got you convinced otherwise. You know what I'm saying? It just, the coronavirus just exposed what's going on out here. So how can you sit here and and vote against something 
that you should just automatically have. If you work for somebody and given your, your, your time is what you're selling. And all they're telling you is they don't think your time is worth it, fam. I think you work 12 bucks. There was a politician on last week said the same thing. MSNBC, one of the stations, these people ain't worth $15 an hour. I wish I had his job sitting up there telling your ass you wasn't worth $15 a damn hour. See, it's easy when it's not you. You tell somebody to get on, get over rape because you weren't raped. You tell somebody to get over losing their child because your ass ain't got no kids. But when it happens to you, it's an emergency now, huh? And that's where white America is. That's why they stormed the Capitol. Their time is over. Do you really think these people know what they're doing? You go from Trump to sleepy Joe Biden. Who your next president? Kamala Harris? Well, he's saying back to the future. He said, who the president? <laughs> Ronald Reagan. Ronald Reagan. <laughs> who the secretary of defense? <laughs> Nigga, Jerry Lewis. Okay. It's insane. Who's the next person to come up? Your racism is blinding you people. Please get over it. It is bottomed out. The people, the youngsters don't care no more about that. The racism. It's holding you back. It's holding you back. In my high school, across the field from us, was an elementary school called John Vore. I went to Horace Mann, came out in 79. But to us, they were elementary school kids. They were insignificant to us. We didn't care what they did. If they built a float for the parade or they burnt the whole school down. But if they was always on our mind, we'd always be over there seeing what they up to, huh? Trying to sabotage their advancements. People ask, why can't black folk, ADOS folk, make it in this country? Tulsa, the stuff they hide from you. But you're going to get it here at Push Gap. You understand me? You're going to get it here. Labor unions. I think we need to get them back, man. My vote is for the labor unions, baby. And I don't understand why you wouldn't want to get into that. But, you know, God bless us foe. Don't bless no more. Banging this thing on your internet. If you ain't listening to us, then, you know, you're not our audience. Pushcapradios.com. We've been coming soon for 10 years. Banging this thing in the game. Dallas, baby. It's the hottest combination in the urban internet game. Dallas, baby. I'm Natasha Summerville, and I do listen to PushGapRadio.com. In my YouTube account, I talk about not liking the radio much anymore. But I've never really addressed why I don't like the radio anymore. It's not that I don't like the radio because they play whack music. Every once in a while, if you own a radio station, you're going to play something that people consider whack. It's, that's just inevitable. What my problem with the radio station is that they continue to play the same style of music over and over again. There's nothing innovative, new, or new, or anything fresh. Pushcatradio.com. Radio is horrible, and they do this deliberately. This is all deliberately done. 
It's not accidental as to why the destruction of our music has taken place. They'll have you believe that people are just not talented anymore. People just don't want to play instruments anymore. People just don't want to sing like they used to because they can't. And that's not the truth either. What happens is the record labels have controlled in terms of the standard and have set the uh, thermometer and as, as the measuring stick as to what kind of sound they want. Music is a very important part of your culture. So if now we're, we're so, we absorb things like sponges as a people. So now if your culture is all about bling, the club, liquor, sexing, balling, flossing, and other superficial things like this, then most definitely you are going to become what you hear on a consistent basis. Our music has no substance. I feel they're killing our genius, and I think certain things need to be investigated a lot more deeply. But anyway, um, that's just my take on what happened to the music. It's all strategic. It's not by accident that our music is terrible. It's not by accident that hip-hop has been destroyed into garbage. It's not by accident. They've weakened our creativity or the ability to be creative. Um, it's not that it's been weakened totally. It's still out there. You can still do it. But it's not by accident. It's all by design so that they could compete. In Dallas and Fort Worth. We left here. We were discussing unions. A few more facts about unions, man. Folk need to get out and get their own thing. You're tired of working these crappy jobs. You're tired of spending time away from your family. These youngsters aren't into that. These youngsters aren't into the 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 plumbing, electrician, and jobs of that ilk. The gig economy's here now. You damn near pay to play. Driving Uber, Uber Eats, they're all crap jobs. How come no one's screaming from the big boys that they're looking for workers? That's because they're paying. Talking about we'll give you a bonus to come fill out an app. Now I need to see that bonus represented in my compensation packet every week. Not because I came in here and signed a damn app. I got to live. Again, that's why they send the jobs overseas. The wars and the jobs are overseas, yet they still turn to us with their political needs. But I don't think that we can get their consent to import someone to run the government. Who are today's union workers? While historically union members have been predominantly white men, today's union workers are a diverse group. More than one in nine workers, 16.4 million, are covered by a union contract. Almost two-thirds, 65.2% of workers covered by a union contract are women and or people of color. I don't like using that term. Almost half, 46.2, are women. More than a third, 36.1, are black, Hispanic, Asian American Pacific Islander or other people of color. Black workers are the major racial ethnic group most likely to be represented by unions. 13.5% of black workers are covered by a contract compared with a 12.2% of white workers, 10.10% of Hispanic workers and 
10.5 of all other workers. More than half, 54.7% of workers covered by a union contract, have an associate degree or more in education. More than two out of five, 43%, have a bachelor's degree or more. Union workers hail from a variety of sectors, but the biggest number are found in the public sector, 7.9 million, and in private sector industries like education and health services, 2 million. Manufacturing, 1.4. Transportation and utilities, 1.2 million. Construction has 1.1 million. And wholesale and retail. Let me tell you something. Unions are here to help. The reason people don't want unions, particularly these companies and whatnot, don't want unions, again, is cost. What is my biggest overhead? My labor cost. That's why all the jobs are overseas. The wars are overseas. The jobs are overseas. We ship everything. We don't build anything. So when shit go left, we sitting here with our Joe Lewis in our hand. We depend on other people for our survival. But as a black person, are you really suffering? Your great, great grand, your great, great, great grand, your full time, five time, great grand passed it down. It's in your DNA. You know how to survive. You ain't hurting like that. Things may be a little tight, but you're not paying two mortgages, two utilities, two insurances. They are. And in order to keep that business, which allows me to keep my house, which allows me to keep my family, which allows me to keep my lifestyle, I got to work your ass like a slave and pay you as little as possible. We can make record profits. And all I'm going to do is throw you a Christmas party. But the big boys up here got bonuses. How the company doing bad and the CEO makes $30 million. Nigga, why don't you take a pay cut? You can't survive on $20 There was this company last year, year before last. Where the owner set it up, I don't know if they were union. The owner set it up so that when they hit a certain profit level, any money's made after that, and I think they hit their level in August or September or some such. Anytime profits came in out of that, he took a big chunk out and put that in another bank account. Come Christmas. I think the lowest person who had been on the job the shortest amount of time, they got something like $15,000. People got checks for $50,000. You don't think they love that company. They will do anything for that company. My company was nickel and damn diamond you. I'm in the car service gang, limousine gang. So when a client tells me, well, Clifton, uh, when we paid the bill, we left you a tip. And then I go into the office. Well, no, they didn't leave a tip. Yeah, they did. But these people saw how big the tips were. 
Can you imagine the amount of tips you make doing a wedding in Dallas, Texas? See, the wedding coordinator comes out and talks to you when you pull up these three or four motor coaches to pick these people up, or you come in the limousine, or you come in a Mercedes to pick up the bride and groom. And they're going to slide you an envelope, fam. That envelope got anywhere from 100 to $500 in it. They've been doing it. Then came Uber. So since Uber didn't have to deal with getting permits for the city of Dallas, permits for DFW airport, permits for this, permits for that, all kind of credentials. Now we didn't have to do it, but people didn't want to pay. The tips start going down. But even when you were moved to the buses, the tips are huge. But greed, anybody should have a union. It should be the limousine game. They work the crap out of you. Run the crap out of you and then don't want to pay. There have been instances of violence in the limo game. Well, somebody done worked all week, drove a busload of people to New York, came back, and now you want to play with their money. Greed. God bless us, foe, don't bless no more, mine. But unions. Unions raise wages, and they give you the opportunity, fam, to live a comfortable lifestyle. If I work for somebody, I should be able to pay for an apartment. They pay you just enough to get the work the next day. People don't care. Trust you guys are going to have a phenomenal Juneteenth weekend. Do some research, Mike. You know, look into your history. One guy was saying that Texas took another six months to release the slaves because they had to get the crops in. Okay. It's crazy. For those of you out there who have started your own business, I salute you. Outstanding work. You took your time when the ancestors gave you exactly what you needed. Those who thought about starting a business, those who were in the midst of starting a business, those who had been in business, the ancestors blessed you with the gift of time, baby. And if you squandered it, then, you know, you just squandered it. Take a class, do something. The game is changing. Look out your window. You really think COVID is over? I'm wearing my mask, fam. Trust and believe. You understand me? I'm wearing mine. I don't trust these people. But I salute you. Keep working. Even if you have to go back and get a job, you got your thing going, keep working. Keep working. It took phenomenal effort to do that. To take your stimmy and to and, and to invest it in your business. We leveled up up here. That's why it's called the reinvention of Push Gap Radio. We leveled up here. Because I ain't smoked in like 15 years because of my job. But, you know, I took some of my stimmy. And, 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 you know, I was thinking about getting into the dispensary game. So I had to sample the wares, you know. My favorite is Girl Scout cookies. OG Kush, fam. Oh, my God. The Gorilla Glue is tight. Wedding cake. But now I got to quit. 
July 5th, because I'm going to go back to work. We'll be back on the air in August, guys. We came on to do this show. Uh, Jackie got the call that her grandson was graduating. They call it the last minute. And so she grandmama. So she got to be there. So we got her on her way. And um, salute again, all the graduates of 2021. For those of you who got your business going, do something. Don't go back to them shitty jobs, fam. Me, I'm going into an office environment. That's why, again, July 5th, July 4th on a Sunday. It's my last day smoking. You know, I ain't going to show it to you, but yeah, my last day puffing, mom. I got to get cleaned up. It's time to get a job. But by the same token, I'm not going back to driving the bus. I'm tired of the schedule. Four in the morning, I'm going to work. Three in the morning, I'm getting home. I want work-life balance. What about you? Are you tired of missing everything? Are you tired of working like a damn slave and then seeing your check, knowing these people stealing your money? A union prevents that. A union will prevent that. So be safe this holiday weekend. There are a lot of things to go out and check out and see in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. Just go to Google and type in things to do in Dallas for Juneteenth. There are quite a few things going on around the city. Make sure you're safe, mine, and as you see, they done lifted the coronavirus restrictions and the joint is wide open. White folk are already back to killing people, my. It's in their pathology, my. You're already back out here killing folk. Come on, my. Come on. Okay. Be safe. Speak to somebody. The brothers, we good at that. The brothers, we tend to nod and, you know. I know that some of the women, you know, some niggas is thirsty, you know. But when a brother speaks, sweetie, sometimes he just speaking. Everybody don't want you, mommy. No disrespect. Hell, everybody don't want me. Okay. But yeah, um, I was talking to my neighbor and she was saying, oh, you know, these niggas be thirsty. Yeah. But you know, sometime a guy just saying, Hey mama, Hey, you know, I don't know your name. You know, Cat Williams called you bitch. Cause he ain't know your name, but you know, we don't do that here, but yeah, you just want to start speaking to each other. Let's try something small. Like that, okay? Never average, never mediocre. Online on point and on the money. Jackie O will be here in August. I'll let you guys know uh, at what point in August we will be back because I'll start sending out my resume and whatnot. Again, had to get our lives together, man. You know, again, you put things on the back burner when you're doing this. It's a lot. It is a lot, okay? Doesn't seem like a lot to you. It's a lot, but... You know, I enjoy it. I love it. It's my passion. And um, when we come back, we'll get into selling advertising. If you'll log on to www.pushgapradios.com, you can go check out our advertising page. Uh, Those prices there are negotiable. That's uh, something we were working on, trying to pull things together last year. Uh, But if you want to advertise on this program, Give us a ring-a-ding-ding, and we will get you squared away. September, my cousin tried weed for the very first time. Nice doing, Hawks. It's June. Michael Jackson's gone. June 25th. Remember, 
If Gary Indiana ain't never gave you nothing else, we gave you Michael Jackson, and we also gave you pushgapradios.com. Thank you guys for logging in again. Have a great summer. Have a great 4th of July and Labor Day. And we will see you guys in August rolling into the fall and whatnot. Pushgapradios.com. Banging this thing in the game. The people who follow us aren't followers. Pushgap Radio. Dallas, baby. Pray until something happens. God always provides. At pushgapradio.com, the power is in the name. Pushgapradio.com, extraordinary urban entertainment. I wish we were still pushing the hip hop from back in the gap, man. (laughs) (laughs) Pushgapradio.com, we're going to take over this town like street sweepers. That's gangster, man.